I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. to the Wise Men Say preview show. We're back for the final preview show of the normal league campaign. Um, we're looking at the game at Morecambe on Saturday, but we'll take a look back at the draw against Rotherham on Tuesday night. To help me do that, as ever, is Tom Walsh. Hi, Tom. Hi, Matthew. How are you doing? I'm all right. I'm, uh, I'm just recording it at work. Uh, yeah, same. The commitment, you know, the things we do for your mm. listening listening pleasure. Uh, we're also joined uh, by uh, Richard Easterbrook, Hello. Who's, uh, who's finished work, I think. No. He's still at work. Still at work, well. yeah. So I'm having a screen break from looking at a screen to look at another screen. That's and good. That's good. Yeah. That is good. That will help. That, yeah. will, that will definitely help. Um, we all okay? We all, you know, looking forward to the bank holiday week. Do you get a bank holiday, Tom? Um, no, I don't. But um, Austria is like a very Catholic country, so we get lots of days off for ah. Catholic things. Um, I was on holiday last week. That was nice. Oh, yeah. Um, and tell everyone where you went. Um, I went to Seville. Everyone should go to Seville. It's very nice. It's nice, isn't it? Oh yeah, a lot of a lot of streets lined with orange trees that you can't um, you can't eat the oranges because of the wrong type of orange. It's not an right. eating orange. Um, so what is it? Throwing orange? Well, it's it's like it's quite big. It's like the size of like a. I don't know why I'm doing this with hands. It's not very not good like that orange. Orange. Yeah. audio medium. But it's, it, it, it's, it's kind of like bigger than a cricket ball. Like right. in between a cricket ball and like a bowling ball. Well, that is enormous. Yeah, so they're pretty big, and like you can't really eat them. Um, but so well, they're just useless then, aren't they? Really? No, I think you can juice them. Like, I mean, you can't dis- eat them. Like display right. oranges. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the plastic oranges. <laughs> well, yeah, I, don't I might know. eat this orange actually. It's quite yeah. I'm not coming on a podcast to listen to a man eat an orange. Oh, well, uh, no, we'll just talk about them instead. Yeah. Uh, have you been on holiday, Richard? Yes, have? I have. Yeah, I have, yeah. I was about to say no, no, but I have. I went to Wales. <laughs> Were there any oranges growing in the streets of Wales? No, no. no. Just Nothing weeds. Like just, yeah, just weeds. Loads of sheep. I know it's a stereotype. Yeah, right, well, yes. That's the joke, isn't it? Yeah, but no, it's yeah. loads. Like, ridiculous. It's good yeah. that when you go to a place that you've heard all the stereotypes about and then it turns out to be true. Yeah, yeah. it was great. Yeah. It's always good that. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. On Seville, like, there was a, 
it's because it, it's such a nice uh, place, and tonight it's you know, Europa Europa League final uh, semi finals, and the final is going to be in Seville. Mm. And I just pity the people of Seville if it's Rangers versus West Ham. Oh. Is they should play it somewhere else if that's the case. Yeah, the moon. Yeah, I just think, oh, let's should we just not bother because like play the Jaywick or something. Yeah, yeah, Jaywick. Yeah, remember when? Remember when they got into the final? Um, Rangers got into the final and played at um, Manchester, Manchester, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, that was nice. I mean, Mum said the entire city just smelled of sick for like three days. Yeah. And then, like, you know, but then Rangers fans always say that it was like, it was actually the police that did all the rioting and the looting and the pissing in the street. It wasn't, mm. a- wasn't actually the 150,000 Rangers fans <laughs> that were there. I mean, this is not going to go down well because we've got a very large Sunderland and Rangers contingent amongst our supporters. And um, so um, those people are losers. So. Right, right. Well, there we go. Um, Nicky Luff loves this. Right. <laughs> um, shall we talk about football? I was talking um, about football. It was. <laughs> well, yeah, it kind of worked. Yeah. Well, should we talk about uh, Tuesday's football in particular? Yeah. Yes. Um, well, we drew with Rotherham, of course, and uh, well, put to bed any slim. Hopes we had of finishing in the top two, which of course mm. I never thought we were going to do anyway. It was a stupid <laughs> game. Um, what do we think? Good point in the end, really. Uh, I think so. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. That uh, like Rotherham were by like over the course of the season, they're by far the best team we've played, like home and away. Um, I was it like I don't know why I was underestimating them a bit. Yeah. I know they've had a really bad run, but. You saw from like the first minute that they were like, "We're not, we're not going to lose this game. We're just going to be like physical and like um, aggressive." And they were like, they "Were pressing us from like the first kick up until like they scored a hilarious own goal." And like, it's it speaks volumes to our defensive solidity at the moment that we didn't buckle under that mm. that kind of. That pressure, and we managed to find a way to to not lose. Which going into a playoff uh, campaign is actually that's really good. That's really um, encouraging. Uh, but yeah, a good point in the end. Um, it was it was a bit disappointing that like the dream of an automatic <laughs> was like wiped away pretty like sharp. It would have just been really exciting. Yeah, like so it would have been quite funny going into the like going into Saturday. I think no, we've only got to win six now. Like, yeah, and then it's, then it's and like, an early goal. And thinking, oh, yeah. and well, then it's like, ruined. Now, yes, anyway. and then Rotherham like go one nil down. It's like, oh my god, it's <laughs> oh on, my it's god. on. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sunderland lose two one. Yeah. Uh, well, no, that so that dream has died, but it does keep alive another one. Um, the. I, I think it would have been quite easy, Richard, to, as Thomas just said, we didn't buckle with teams and managers, shall we say, gone by. Mm-hmm. We would have buckled and lost yeah. that three or four nil. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, we were, were always in it. I mean, that's that's what we've looked like under under Alex Neal is that we've never looked completely out of the game um, off the top of my head. Um 
but on Tuesday no. it was, you know, we 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 started to see a lot of a lot more of the ball with about twenty minutes to go, um, and it, I, I could I could kind of sense a moment that that Rotherham, their the concentration that they had was starting to slip a little bit. They made a couple of unforced errors, um, but to be honest, the the move that we put together before before the goal, leading up to the goal, we were just passing it sideways. We were kind of slowly increasing the pressure, but it was going nowhere. The cross from Clark was going nowhere either. <laughs> it wasn't a bad ball in. No, no, it wasn't. It, quite, it, was just... it was in a quite a dangerous area, and he's just panicked, doesn't he? <laughs> but the, the the ball was going that far, kind of wide of the of the goal. That mm. had Stewart got there, he would have been with such an acute angle, and he would have had to chop it onto his left, which which we've seen isn't his strongest foot. So it, it was going nowhere. If there was some kind of shout from the keeper, maybe, but. It was a, fun, a fantastic finish, but that was kind of testament to our our concentration and and how well drilled Rotherham were for you know probably for eighty seven minutes of the game they were they they were playing such a such a strong strong game well drilled not not letting anything pass and their fullbacks were if you compare them with with Cambridge's fullbacks on on Saturday yeah well it was, yes it was like going from playing playing FIFA on amateur to, to playing on on like. What's the top level of FIFA now? Is it legendary? Legendary. Yeah. Rotherham's legendary fullbacks. <laughs> I, I can't say that's too too difficult that level. Well, I, I think um I think they they've got some impressive not even like technically impressive, they're just like solid players that like that we sh- the sort of player that we should have bought when we first got relegated mm, in yeah. this league, and like they send a midfielder is a Barlis, a Barlis, he's good, and his delivery yeah. from corners is exceptional. Everyone yeah. is just terrifying. Yeah, that kind of, that kind of drilled. I don't know why more teams don't do it. Yeah, because that kind of like kind of drilled cross. It's like defenders are a bit like you don't know whether to come or go, and like whether to attack it and. It showed on their goal. It was such a such a well worked corner, and the, all you need to take is one player to fall asleep, which is yep. which O nine did, Jesus. and and it's in the back of the net. And yeah, and I thought I, I was thinking the way Rotherham pre their wobble <clears throat> of a few, like a month or so ago, that's how they were winning games. They were just grinding out like one nils and two nils and one not and. I thought they were going to do the exact same to us. But as we've seen with a lot of teams who want to get promoted in this league, when it's in touching distance, like the mind, like the, the heads go. It's like, rather like Wigan only needed a point on Tuesday and yeah. conspired to lose. Yeah. Rather, rather were like five minutes away from being promoted. And like they just, I don't know, they just panicked. It is. It's weird, like because I was because during during the game, I was thinking, you know, after about seventy seventy five minutes, I was thinking, how have they had this run form? And then we started to like turn it a little bit, and then you start to think, mm, that's why, isn't it? Because mm. as soon as things do yeah. start and go against them, they do. They were like losing it. They were just the ball was go- they were just passing the ball out of play. The fouls weren't working. They were fouling in the wrong area. They were mm. giving the ball away. We were starting to cut through them, and then, well, he's just—I mean—then the centre half does that. It—you it, it, can't as a manager, you can't legislate for him putting that in the top corner. No. But you can see why they've, you know, lost to Burton and, and lost to teams that 
had nothing to play for because the teams have just gone, oh, well, if they beat us, then it doesn't matter. Like, we'll just mm. go with them and rather them. I mean, Wigan is remarkable that they're not promoted yet. It, 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 they, they still, they could feasibly not go up. It's just, it it's take, Yeah, it takes something special, but like, it would. They've but not it's, won it's going to be there, isn't it? In the back of their mind, it's like, yeah. shit, like, we just need to score early. And if they don't, well, Milton Keynes see, take the lead. Well, like, they scored early against Portsmouth. Well, yeah, they turned up at half time. Yeah, they lost for the last. They're, they're a fascinating case of like, like they haven't won in five now. And I was reading some of their fans on, on Twitter. They say they're not really, they were, just, they were wondering themselves how they managed to be top of the league because mm. whenever they played against anyone in the top six, they've not performed. Like with a few exceptions, as obviously we did the double over them. Mm. MK Dons um, didn't. They didn't lose. They didn't beat MK Dons. And no. I'm not, and I don't think they beat Rotherham. So it's no, like I think they drew with Rotherham. And, and also, like Sheffield Wednesday beat them. So it's yeah. like it's it's been a funny old end to the season, and I think that's why so many teams are on such a high amount of points because everyone can't just no one can pull away or. Just get over the hill. It's 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 weirdly connection of teams that are really just trying their best not to get promoted. All it would have taken was, you know, on that dreadful run we had, if we'd have just won yeah. one of them. Like, yeah, like, uh, yeah. If you win, like if you'd say we'd beat Doncaster, Doncaster, we'd be all. on eighty-four and going into the last day like, with the opportunity it, of getting up, going up. Yeah, it's it's. It's really, it's really annoying, but we've said it many times, and it's, you know, it's, well, that's the the board's decision, and it was their mistake. Like you can't blame old little old Dodsey for that. No, no, he's <laughs> a nice man. Yeah, Mike a good <laughs> man the, doing it. Friend of the pod, Mike Dodds. <laughs> friend of the pod, Mike Dodds. A good man doing his best. I think yeah. Find. Um, in terms of sort of who played well, who struggled, Richard, I thought. Matete struggled in the midfield from very early on. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, he, he he can do that. Yeah, I, I well, think he, he did it against Oxford. That. Yes, and well, then he, he then he came. Well, he did, but then then he came up with the 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 key the key mm. kind of key contribution. So he he can kind of surprise people, but I think for me personally, is is Anticipation of danger is in, is incredibly lax. Like, mm-hmm. That he can receive the ball, take a and his 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 first touch is, is poor. Um, it's probably the poorest out in the midfield. Like when the ball comes into his feet, he seems to get get it trapped under his feet. By which time he's got one or two players on him, and it, and he and he kind of never seems to have the urgency to move it on quickly. So the amount of times he gets caught in possession. Um, I don't have any stats to back that up at all. Well, you just think, I think if you look back to the game against Milton Keynes, he gave both of those goals away. And I know I know that things happened between him losing the ball and them scoring the goals, mm. but they did stem from him losing possession. And he does do that a lot. And you yeah. can't afford to do that. I just think for me, like we've gone on about protecting Dan Neal, who's what, 20, 19, 20. Brought in a lad of a similar age from Fleetwood, who isn't as good as Dan Neil, frankly, to be honest. I agree. Just play Dan Neil, that for me I'd, I'd, is what I would do. I'd, 
I don't know if you agree or no, it just I, I agree. I think this is the one thing with with Neil that I don't have an issue with, but that I would change in the fact that just play one of our young players instead of buying one from somewhere else. I know Neil didn't buy him to be fair, but, but you know he's 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 part of the squad, but. I wouldn't be hanging my hat on him, and and I I don't quite understand how how Dan Neal hasn't had the game time that that others have had in the midfield. Um, I don't think he would he was playing playing particularly terribly um, when he was dropped. Maybe maybe I think he needed to come out of the team. He needed yeah. a rest, but not that much of a rest because obviously no. he's come back in and and there's there's players that have gone out and come back in again and looked looked better for the break, but. With Neil, I, I think his his ability to look after the the, the football is is a lot stronger than Matetti's, um, mm. and he's he's there's there's something about him that's that is there is a special player in there, and he needs to be playing every week for me because that's the only way he's going to get any better. I don't like the uh, idea, I, I, I don't I don't want to get too parochial about things, but I don't <laughs> like the idea of of his kind of development losing out because of of other players. But then, like he was playing every week, like under Johnson. Every minute of every game, every week, and he was burnt out by February. Yeah, there's a balance then, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. See, I, th- I think, like, we'll, s- we'll see if, like, you know, touch wood, we get to the playoffs. I, I, I would imagine Dan Neal is used quite a bit because of this. Like, Alex Neal likes to rotate the team quite a lot. Like, you never can really hang your hat on and what partnership he's going to go for in the middle of the midfield. So, if we, if we are in a playoff campaign, I wouldn't be surprised to see, like, Dan Neal. Like back in the starting starting side, and yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I don't, I don't want to see a player of his capability a bit like stunted because, like you say, when a player comes through the academy and one that actually looks pretty decent, you, you want to see him like more and more. But I don't know. You don't know how how much the first like six months of the season actually did take a physical toll on him. It's because, true, uh, yeah, and a mental toll as well. Yeah, like, I mean, like, well, you know, like under Johnson, we just went in waves of. It was never there was never a kind of like, kind of nice happy medium. It was either no. we were up on a seven game winning streak or we're down and we lost five in a row. There's no no like consistent consistency through like the performances and the results, and so. Yeah, I don't know. And again, it's his first season in professional football. And yeah, I get what you mean, but it's like, I don't want to, like, I don't mind Matete. So. No, I don't, I don't, I'm not like digging him out. I just don't think he's, uh, I, I don't rate him massively. No, it, but he, he is 20 years old. So yeah, and he's also like, on, on Tuesday, he got a yellow card pretty early on. And that's kind of... I yeah. mean, I thought it was like a harsh yellow card because I thought he got the ball. But it's like, once that's happened, he's like hamstrung yeah. for the rest we of the game. We can't tackle, can he? Because like one missed no. tackle and he's off. But alongside yeah. him, another Evans has just been quietly really good. <laughs> yeah. Like, just it's him and another in the middle now. Um, <laughs> what a, yeah. Forevermore. What a turnaround, really. Yeah. <laughs> a, a player that was quite rightly derided like because he was fucking awful like (laughs) large like large spells of the season just dreadful but yeah something happened Alex knew Uh, well again you don't don't really know what's gone on behind the scenes but he he has looked a different player but he's obviously said to him you are my you know 
you're the captain, you're you are the centre midfielder. Go and just go. And, he, yeah. and to be fair to Evans, since pretty much since Neil came in, obviously there was the shaky start, but you can't knock him. He's been fantastic. He has, and it's been a surprise to well, everyone that's followed <laughs> followed this team this season. Yeah. Because he looks like the player that you wanted him to be. Like, yeah. It's kind of like steady hand in the middle of the midfield. Um, that essentially we probably needed all of this season, but we've only seen it in the last, very last part yeah. of it. Um, yeah, and he's not, he's not getting these injuries that he was... Well, I was just going to say that, which would, yeah. again, he's available every week. Yeah, which... I mean... <laughs> What a turnaround that we yeah, like. I've just got a tweet from yeah. uh, it's out for the season. No, no I'm going to joke. But the thing is, if he if like he got injured on Saturday and he's out for the playoffs, then we're like, oh no, he's Corey Evans is out. Whereas like <laughs> yeah. four months ago, we're like, oh great, we're going to play someone, someone who's good. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, you're right. It's, it's uh, quite it's incredible turnaround and fair play to him, really. Um, I'm not going to go over every player. I just wanted to mention sort of the 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 sort of contrast in performances in the midfield. Uh, Doyle obviously came back in. It was it was okay. Uh, it was always it was always going to be hard for him to be fair coming back in to, into the team for for that game rather than mm. being so physical. Um, I thought well, he, he yeah. did all right ultimately. Yeah, I thought. Um... Speaking of players that just come came into the side, I thought first half especially, I thought Tri Hume was yeah was really good. Well, I mean, we didn't really have a, a great first half, and he was he was probably the best out there. He was always he was always uh, kind of proactive, looking to make forward runs, and I thought he handled himself quite well, despite you know it's his first start. Like Danny said it on the Cheltenham, I think he started at so his first start at home, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So yeah, I mean, in a in a game where Rotherham have come with that such an uh, aggressive uh, style, I thought he did. I thought he did pretty well, consi- yeah. all things considered. No, he did. He did. Um, and I think it just to, just to quickly mention Patterson. Uh, I feel I don't know about you, Richard. I, I feel cons- considering what how I felt about him earlier in the season when he played against Accrington. I just feel really comfortable with him in goal. Like, yeah. He's good. Yeah, he is. He's quite he's, good, isn't he? I mean, he's 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 shown the kind of development that 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 you'd hoped you'd see from him. And I kind of I was, I was quick to write him off quite early on and think, oh well, yeah, we're so, not going to get through this. Same, and it's very unlikely to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, the, this you know the save he made, the saves he made against Oxford. Um, you know, showed that he's he's got some real quality about him. His distribution, he always looks to get rid of it. He's he's a bit like Pickford in 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 how quick he wants to get rid of it and how kind of quickly he wants to get the ball up the pitch. Um, and I think there's a couple of moments on on Tuesday where he was ready before before we were to kind of like before the outfield players were yeah. to, to receive. He was kind of champing at the bit to get the ball get the ball up the pitch. So I mean, in terms of like temperament as well, he's he's very calm. Um, you know, as all all the criticisms that we have of him were that he didn't talk much, but he's 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 improved his communication. He's just he just looks like like just a, a, it looks about five years older. 
basically. Yeah. No, he, yeah, he does. No, that's, that's a good point. He's like, he has really grown and really improved. I just want to give him a mention, really, because yeah. he hasn't really had in, in recent games much to do, to be honest. So he hasn't really had much much uh, press and he's kind of been under the radar, but he's just pretty, pretty, uh, is that work ringing you there? Richard? Yes, literally. <laughs> 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 he's, um, oh, no, he's, he's mentioned well. Um, it was, but look, it was a good point in the end against a, a pretty strong Rotherham side. I kind of hope they go up now because I don't want to play them again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know I said uh, like a week or so, like last time I was on, that I quite fancied having Rotherham in the playoffs over two legs. I take that back now because <laughs> I don't like if they play like that, did beat us over two legs. I think Just, so it should be so hard to go there. Yeah, because, yeah. So if, if they and also if they like won like one or two nil at their place, it'd be so hard to like uh, kind of yeah. like recover that. Um, so yeah, I imagine they will go up. Um, well, yeah, I believe I, I, I've got. We can talk about this a little bit more uh, after after the break, but I think we've got the sort of permutations to go through. Um, I imagine the will will come on to that in a minute, but I think that's pretty much Tuesday's game rounded off a, a decent a decent point. It puts us in a, a reasonable position ahead of ahead of the final game. Um, and yeah, anything else? Either of you on on the Rotherham game before we uh, disappear for a minute and then come back? Um, I, had a, I had a really nice sausage roll from the kiosk. I'm not interested in this. <laughs> that was great. It was fantastic. No, no, no. I, I've been the no. first. I've been the first to criticise the club when when it's gone wrong. But but Tuesday night. No, I, I don't. So I had a I had a sausage roll at the match early in the season, and it, well, I, I, it was hot. I threw it in. It threw it in the bin. It was disgusting. What was wrong with it? It was like wet. Mm. Well, you don't want it dry. Like in a bag. No, you, no, you do want it dry. You, you want it like moist. you do want it straight. No, it was like soggy. It was horrible. Oh, like, right. It was like no, no. steamed. Like it was awful. <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible. But I feel sick now. All right, I'm gonna. Oh, I'm off to be sick. Um, we'll uh, we'll we'll be back in a minute. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrowcom slash ACAST. burrowcom slash ACAST. Welcome back to the Wise Men Say podcast. Um, I've got that 
awful, god awful sausage roll thought out of my head now. And uh, right, we're going to look ahead to the game against Morecambe, not so much in terms of the game itself, I imagine, but the whole host of things that can happen in League One mm-hmm. um, on Saturday lunchtime. We were talking about just before the break who's going to go up automatically. Now, obviously, it can't be us because um, we sort of ruined that for ourselves. Um, Tom, you were saying that you think Rotherham will. Yeah, I, I do, uh, mainly because they're playing Gillingham away. And I know Gillingham, a lot of, like, a few things need to happen for Gillingham to, well, Gillingham need to win specifically. But I don't think that they're not good enough. They've only won eight games all season. And they haven't won in five games. So I don't, I don't think that Rotherham team is going to go to Gillingham and not um, either get a point or lose. Well, oh, sorry, they, they won't well, lose. They won't. Well, if they get a point, then waiting in the wings to capitalise yeah. are my dons. They are <laughs> obviously at Plymouth, so it could in theory do us a favour, but then they could not do us a favour because if they win and make us play Rotherham, then I don't want... <laughs> it's a weird one, isn't it? Like, well, that's the thing. It's like, who do you actually want? Well, I'd rather play. I mean, I don't. I, I don't know. Because <laughs> at, at the moment, I think it's going to be a two-legged barnstormer with Sheffield Wednesday, which will be like. <sighs> it would just be awful. Well, I don't know, but I, I feel that we could, I think we'd beat Sheffield Wednesday over two legs. And I, and I think if we get through that, I think we take whoever it is in the, the playoff final. And yeah, probably, I don't know. I mean, I'm just looking now, just you mentioned Rotherham won't lose to Gillingham. Uh, Rotherham beat Gillingham 5-1 earlier in the oh, season. Yeah. So um, I, I kind of agree with you in the fact that I'd rather play Sheffield Wednesday over two legs than in the final. Yeah, same. Because that would just be a huge game, which no one wants to be at because it, it's just the Charlton game all over again, that. And it, it, it's all the kind and of... And they're even bigger. Oh, it's a, two giants of the league. Yeah, right? so falling just, giants. And, yeah, it's awful because like, they love it. Yeah, and it's also, it's never us that wins those games. No, we're not winning that yeah. game, no. Well, see, so providing... Yeah, so say rather than win, uh, I wouldn't. I, would, I don't know. I would. I'd like to. Play, if we're going to have to play Milton Keynes, I'd rather play them in the final. Yeah, because they'll bring no fans. Yeah, and it's it's also like I'd I'd be confident as of us taking MK Dons in the final. Yeah, um, I don't really want to play Wickham. That's the one. That's the no. one team I don't want. I want to like miss out on the playoffs because if they're yeah. not in it, then it's like. Right, okay. I feel quite confident against any of these teams. Well, Wickham were at Burton. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, I don't know, it's Burton. Oh, they're good form, either. Christ. And they, well, Burton, they, they literally, they are either going to finish 16th or 15th. <laughs> um, yeah, true. So, <laughs> it makes little difference to them this game. They're not going to want to lose the last game of the season at home, I guess. There is no. an element of pride, we'll, we'll sort of. Well, as we've, as we've seen, like these teams with nothing to play for that are the 
are doing. They just beat Rotherham. Yeah, they just beat. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a funny one because like because Wickham um, Wickham away at Burton, yeah, but then yeah. Sheffield Wednesday got Portsmouth at home. Yeah, and Portsmouth are on an absolute tear. I mean, they've got nothing yeah. to play for, but yeah, one could finish eighth. Yeah, and it, I don't Lovely know. Eight. It's that kind of they'll be in that mentality. It's like, oh, we start finish this season strong, and then mm. we start next season stronger. That kind mm. of that kind of thing. They carry the format. So, say Sheffield Wednesday could lose that, and then Wickham come into it, and then oh god, it's there's too many things here. Well, it's, <laughs> Sheffield yeah. Wednesday could lose that. We could win. Plymouth could beat MK Dons. Wickham win, and then all of a sudden Sheffield Wednesday seventh. And it's yeah, it's mental. This <laughs> it's it's wild. And then if that happens, then we. Then we play Plymouth. Yeah. There's a worst case scenario <laughs> of, of, of Rotherham, like of MK Dunn's beating Plymouth, Rotherham lose and dropping into the playoffs and Wickham coming in as well. So Oh, that'd be horrible. So and then like, we fi- well then we fi- well then we finish sixth, play Rotherham. Yeah. That that'd be bad. And we just lose. I yeah, think. I, I that I just wouldn't fancy. Play Wigan. Well <laughs> well, if we do, <laughs> Jesus Christ, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> Play a league and it will take a six goal swing from my Dons and obviously rather than winning. Um, God, Wigan would have to lose heavily at Shrewsbury. If that happened, that would be the most funniest thing like, ever. And then Wigan, have, Wigan, of course, beat us in the semi final. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Revenge. Like Max Power of... from 40 yards. Oh, God. Yeah. I quite like the idea of, of Wickham being like minutes away from, from qualifying for the playoffs. But for it to be denied by some kind of like scandal, which will yeah. involve them kind of having to go to court in the summer and <laughs> and like really kind of campaigning for it, but ultimately for it to I, come to nothing. I think the best thing for to happen really would be if all of the teams won and it just stayed as it is. I would be quite happy with that. I think. Which I think that might happen because I I think we'll win. It can't happen though. Oh, well, it, can't. Well, it can. Yeah, but I'm not bothered about them. It doesn't matter. Like, uh, like I mean, like fourth down. Yeah, fourth down. Right. If we all uh, just win, so... then it, it just stays as is. Providing, well, providing Wickham don't win by more than Plymouth. Mm. Like it. it <laughs> like, so, so, so we can't. It, so it, so it might all so it might, oh, it might. That might happen, but it might go wrong. So it's like it, it's so weird. And this is all presuming we win. As well, like Morecambe uh, need to win, really, to be sure. The the thing is, it's like Morecambe are in a bit much better position than say like Gillingham. Gillingham definitely need to win. They do, but I don't like. I don't think they'll win. Like I think Rotherham will well, beat them, and then Morecambe. Well, like, yeah, well, they will. Yeah, if we will be like we. I don't want to be clipped here. <laughs> Quite <laughs> funny now. <laughs> <laughs> we should beat Morecambe. <laughs> And uh, actually, no, fuck it. We will beat Morecambe. Right. And, and that'll, like, we'll be fine. And it's just the permutations around us. But I'd be quite happy that top, that playoff positions they are, staying as they are, with MK Don's third, Sheffield Wednesday, us, and then Plymouth. If it stayed like that, I'd be quite happy with it. Because... That'd be quite funny because then MK Don's. Like Plymouth might as well just sort of stay 
MK does. I might as well stay on the pitch and play the first leg immediately afterwards. <laughs> that's yeah, that's a good, that's a good <laughs> idea. <laughs> you just do it now and then, like, yeah, because we're gonna have to, like, it's a long way from Milton Keynes to Plymouth. They're just yeah, like, can we just get on with it? It's yeah. just quite annoying, this really. But I think it's just, I was gonna say, when are the games? There's no point looking at when the games are played because we don't know. Don't know. They might not, we might not have any more. Of course. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it could be a Cole Stockton inspired market. Well, I was just about to bring him up. Um, your friend, Cole Stockton. The man that would have fired us to promote him. <laughs> We'd be sitting now on whoa, high 90s. Yeah. High 90s. Just think of those three games we had. And if we'd had Cole Stockton instead of Jermaine Defoe, well, that's another. Difficult. We'd be sat on 90 points, happily promoted. No problem. But instead, we're here, minus Jermaine Defoe. And Looking at the prospect of seventh place. Yeah. And, you know... Because of Cole Stockton. <laughs> because of <laughs> Stockton. With his luscious, luxury hair. Luxury hair. Yeah. Maltland's luxury player. As you sit laughing in Vienna, as he <laughs> knocks us out of contention for the playoff. If if he does, if that does happen, I'll be annoyed, but also completely vindicated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but also like really quite annoyed. Oh, <laughs> very, very annoyed. Uh... <laughs> um, right. Well, my head hurts now because of all of this. <laughs> yeah. Um, it. The team, it's impossible to guess what Alex Neal's going to do team-wise. Can't rest anyone because we need to win the game. Um, It's not like last season going into the Northampton game um, Mm. when Lee Johnson rested some players, which worked really well as we lost to Lincoln City um, (laughs) six days later. (laughs) What a manager. Just an awful man. um, It'd be nice to Stuart... If he could uh, end the season with a couple of goals, obviously wrap up the top scorer. Uh, from, from Cole Stockton. From Cole Stockton and uh, Will Keane. Mm. Is uh, there or thereabouts. Um, so obviously he's going to play wingers. I'd like to say Rob, Robert's come back into the team. I like him. I think he's more effective mm. um, than Clark. I know Clark put the ball in um, for their own goal, but I just think Robert's offers more. Generally, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I agree. Um, I don't, I don't want to be too negative about 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 Clark because there is quality there. It's oh, just, look, he's a spark. He's certainly a, a bright, positive impact. Yeah, but when people when people pipe up and say, "Oh, he came up with the cross for the goal," normally that's that's the only thing he's done. Yeah, and for like eighty nine minutes before that, he's he's kind of like. Chopping it onto his right foot and on while he's on the left, and that that that's a whole other argument about inverted wingers. But he does slow slow the play down, whereas Roberts will be will be quick to get the byline and get a get a cross in. Same for Gooch. Um, I wouldn't mind. He's been it. excellent. But... Yeah, he has. And I mean, you saw how how good he was against Cambridge, albeit against hilariously ten men and ten terrible men at that. But <laughs> ten, <laughs> terrible, ten, ten terrible, terrible men. men. There's your but, pod title, then, producer. <laughs> but, yeah, sorted. but um, but no, it, it, you know, he's 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 quick to to get across in, and he's he attacks the fullback, and I think 
I don't think that happened enough on Tuesday. The fullbacks were good, but they weren't really put under that much pressure, Rotherham's fullbacks. No. Um, that was probably to do with the system we played, but I think if we go Rotherham's back to, legendary fullbacks. They looked all right. I mean they looked they were they were quick and they were you know they were strong and they coped with everything, but but they weren't you didn't have someone running at them for 90 minutes. And the you know, the Cambridge fullback gave up. He was he was crying after about 60 minutes. So. <laughs> yeah, he was to be fair. I was just I was just laughing at because the uh we were talking about the, the permutations of what can happen, and there was—I think there was a tweet by uh, some—I can't, I can't remember who it was—saying um, that twenty-three of the twenty-four sides in League One can finish in a different position to what they are now, going into the last game of the season. And I was like, "Well, who's the twenty And I was like, "Oh, it's Crew, isn't it? Because they're eight points behind Doncaster at the bottom of the league." <laughs> Take some do it because Doncaster have been awful. Doncaster have been horrific. Crew have got twenty nine points. Well, I, I just looked at Crew. They've lost. They've lost thirty games. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's some game. doing. It's really good. That's, like, that's why just, everyone's winning at the top because they're all playing Crew every week. Two thirds of their games. That's, that's superb. Well, also uh, they haven't conceded as many goals as Morecambe have. So. Oh well. Morecambe wow. have conceded 87 goals. 87 goals. <laughs> I've just looked at that. God, how have they... That's amazing. That is amazing. They're going to stay up having conceded. Well, hopefully conceded... Hopefully conceded 90 goals. 100 goals. <laughs> God. Yeah, well... God, that good is job off. they got. Good job they got cold stops in, actually. Otherwise, they'd be... Uh, oh, they've scored football. 57. So imagine if they take uh, his... Uh, 23. So 23, um, 34. Yeah. Morgan have, have conceded 25 more goals than Lincoln, who are one place above them. It's <laughs> just That's really quite impressive. I will say yeah. I, quite, I quite like uh, Morgan as in a team. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't really... It's like Because when I went there, when we played him in the checker trade a few years ago, it was just like... It was like a November... Like cold November night. No, don't go to Morecambe in November. It's really bleak. I'm sure. Like, I assume like on the weekend it's going to be quite like the weather will be a bit nicer than that. But I don't know. It has kind of like, like kind of eerie vibe of like some like gritty ITV drama. Mm. Like cause it's just windswept. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe <laughs> I, I can't watch that. Why? Sky have messed up. It's like, I'm not getting it. AV. Yeah, I know, but it's on Sky. It sounds like Sky Catch-Up. I've just made just this up. It. The, the <laughs> canoe, no, the canoe, the canoe drama. I really want to watch this documentary, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> and why can't you watch it? Um, the, well, they've put the documentary over the first episode of the drama. So there's four episodes, three oh, episodes of the drama, funny. and the first episode is the documentary, not the drama. Oh, well, it's fine. The first episode, he just says, I'm going to fake my own death, and goes and does it. Yeah. And I mean, then, I know the story. I know how it and ends. And then it says, oh, he's getting on a Durham train station, but there's a picture, and it's really Middlesbrough train station. And oh, then, right. he, uh, which is a mistake. But right. if, you're list- if you're listening. Where was he going? Uh, somewhere in Cumbria, because they were like, oh, he's got a direct train uh, to uh, Carlisle. I was like, you can't get a direct train from Durham to Carlisle. No, no so, you can't get one from Hartlepool either. You'd have to change at Newcastle. 
No, yeah. you can actually. Can you? Can you get yeah, one all the way? No, you can. Yes, yeah, you can. Yeah, because it goes from uh, Nunthorpe to Carlisle. You're listening to Late Night Train Chat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we're, we're, we've got some more chat about other things, but before that, I want to know if we're going to finish in the playoffs. Uh, yes. Um, we'll do it with a convincing uh, 3-0 win. With goals scored by... Uh, a Cole Stockton own goal. <laughs> that would be really quite funny. <laughs> and then Patrick Roberts and Ross Stewart. Well, Richard? If we don't get it in the playoffs, it'll mean we wouldn't have beaten Morecambe. Yeah. So, yeah. Which stranger yeah. things have happened. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm not accepting it. Right. But I what is, it might happen. I, I just don't, I, I'm just <laughs> not might. accepting, I'm not even thinking about it happening because it's so out of this world, which, which, Probably sounds like I'm setting myself up for a huge fall yeah, about three o'clock on Saturday. But yeah, Morecambe did beat Sheffield Wednesday at home. Yeah, yeah. Just saying. Yeah, right, I'm going to go for. Off, yeah. Oh, sorry, I'm going to go for a four 0 Sunderland away win. Poor. Well, scorers. Uh, Stewart and Pritchard with two apiece. Actually, I, I want to change mine. I want to say 3 1 because Cole Stockton is going to score. Right. Both ends. Both ends. Like yeah. the loser who scored both he's ends a, for Robert. Yeah. He's a, he's a busted flush. Yeah. What? He's Cole spent, Stockton? He's a spent force. Can't, I can't believe he's saying <laughs> this about. He scored, he scored one goal less than, uh, you know, Golden Boy Ross Stewart. That's all I'm saying. Well, I think yeah. if you're interested, we'll draw and finish seventh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nil, nil. Nil, nil, yeah. Uh, me and Tom have had a, we're having some discussions based on some tweets that we both did on uh, was it Wednesday? Yeah. Tuesday. It was also because um, I remember going into this certain establishment in Morecambe. Yes. It's, it's really like, well, that night it was quite depressing. But um, if you'd well, like to repeat it. Well, we've been talking about Weatherspoons, and uh, mm. there's a tweet which it was geographically uh, where is the furthest north, south, east, and west you've been in a Weatherspoons pub. Yep. Um, I can't remember what what mine were, but we then decided that we kind of reveal some of our favourite Weatherspoons. So I've just made kind of a list of a few that I quite like. Tom, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've got a top five or. Um. I've got a five, but the no particular order. Yeah, just reveal a couple. We'll have a we'll chat. We'll yeah. chat. We'll chat through them. Yeah, yeah, sure. You're well, listening to the Wise Men Say podcast, <laughs> sponsored by Weatherspoons, <laughs> <laughs> where we reveal the truth. <laughs> truth does matter. It does matter. Um, I'd say my probably my favourite Weatherspoons in the entire country is the Cali Picture House in Edinburgh, because it is an old. Um, cinema and yeah. it's amazing because it's you go you go through these uh, <clears throat> the double doors which are like those old kind of stylized kind of like movie theater like doors with the little round windows and like the kind of striped metallic things and it's like you're walking down the red carpet and then you open the door you're in a massive weather spoons no it's, it's great awesome it was um it was in my top uh Top list. I've got that one written down. I've also got uh, the Chief Justice of the Common Pleas in Keswick, which is the old uh, 
the old police station or court, one of the two. Um, that's great. And it also annoys everyone in Keswick that there's a Weatherspoons there. Oh, they, that happened in Thursk as well, that they opened a big uh, big Weatherspoons. <laughs> and you go in, it's like, oh, actually, this is pretty nice, isn't it? And it's also yeah. £2 cheaper than every other pub. Yeah, it's great. The one in, in Hexham as well. The one in Hexham's excellent. The, uh, yeah, it is, yeah. I can't remember what it's called, but it's, again, it's like a theatre. And the, the, the pictures are still open as well. So it's like they've done that almost like the bar of the theatre. That's cool. Is yeah. the Weatherspoons. Got a bit noisy probably... when Sonic the Hedgehog 2 came on, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, have you ever been to the one in Harrogate, the Winter Gardens? The Winter Gardens, yes. Superb. Fantastic building. Um, the Hamilton Hall one at Liverpool Street is a good building as well. That's uh what, just Street, right at Liverpool Street? The station, yeah. That's a, it, it's, uh, it's a yeah. very, like, rowdy, usually. But yeah. the building is fantastic. I saw the one of the most impressive uh, barmen in there. He was about nine foot tall, and he was taking, like, four orders at once. Wow. It, it was, in, like, it was before, I think we were going to watch this play at West Ham. Right. And it, it was so impressive. He was... With one hand, he's like doling out cash to people, and in the other, pouring pints. He's With got his like, feet. you know, you got like the the like the tea bar. He had like four different pints going, and he timed them all perfectly. Oh, was, that is brilliant! Oh, he was shout out a, to that guy. As a man who has done a few shifts in a bar over my life, yeah. that was top respect. Top right. respect. <laughs> Any more? There's one in Sheffield. I can't remember what it's called. Um, the, there's a Benjamin Huntsman. I think, oh, I but there's a few. There's a yeah. few. There's one of them's all right. Um, I would also say the uh, the Imperial in Exeter, which not been, not had the pleasure. Well, it's in. It looks like a big stately home, and then you go in, and it's a spoons, and they have a room that's called the Orangery. Oh, it's really nice, and it's got this massive, like, like kind of bay window type thing, but it's it's really nice, mm-hmm. and. Okay. Uh, Lovely big beer garden as well. So, and in a lovely, lovely city like Exeter, which well, we might be visiting next season. We might be, we, we might well be. Uh, I've been to the one in Otley. Um, oh, yeah, that's nice Bowling Green, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and the one in Heathrow T5 is a very practical weather spoons. That is, that is because you don't have to uh, leave your baggage unattended while you go to the bar, of course, because you can just use the app. So yeah, it's very yeah. good in an airport. That's... That is very good. Um, I think people like, are probably not interested. I was going to tell. I was going to tell you my favourite boots. It's fine. Go on. No, no, go on. It's um, it's the counting room in uh, Glasgow. Oh that's yes, good, that's that was on my list. Spoons, that was on my list. Yeah, there are a couple of different spoons that are quite good. The old Union rooms in Newcastle. Oh yeah, I love that place. Well, the big scandal in uh, my hometown of Bury recently is <laughs> the, uh, the, the, the famous Robert Peel that has been opened throughout forever. As long as I can remember, it shut down. And the comments in the Bury Times was uh, <laughs> hilarious because one woman just said, everything is ruined. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, it's reopened. Like, it's back open and it looks exactly the same. Yeah. Well, the menu's the same. The beer's the same. The food's the same. <laughs> the, um, there was another defunct one in uh, my wife's hometown of Walsall, um, which is an old uh, cinema, I think. And they used to sell 
pints of Carlsberg on a Thursday night for one pound twenty-five, and I had twelve. I was sick. <laughs> no worries. And I mean, you can't. I mean, you can't knock that for value, can you? No, I mean, twelve pints for under fifteen quid is and, oh, just incredible. And like, honestly, what a pub. Yeah, like just, just like I mean, just a beautiful the clientele, you know, magnificent. Salt of the earth. Salt of the earth. Do anything for you, <laughs> except literally anything. <laughs> um, that's probably it. Uh, I think we've talked, we've bored you for long enough about our favourite weather spoons. We just feel that we wanted to, uh, we wanted to tell you all about that. Um, it, it could be the last one of this season. It so, could be. Yeah. If not, if it is, we'll be back with a Concord podcast next week. <laughs> mentioning bringing up some asbestos as Rick frantically checks his work emails with a concerned face. <laughs> um, but <laughs> if it is the last one, uh, we'll, I don't know, you might hear from us in the summer. Uh, we'll be back next season if we're still allowed um, but yeah thanks very much for putting up with us once again and uh, and all, as always for listening Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 